You know, Kevin Bacon and Footloose kind of look like Derek Taylor. Maybe a younger version. An older version of Kevin Bacon looks like a younger version of Derek Taylor. He joins me now, voice of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. How are you, DT? I, I'm good. I'm much better that you didn't say like Kevin Bacon in, I think it was called The Woodsman, uh, <laughs> where he played like a child molester. I'm glad you didn't go with that one. So thank you, man. I appreciate you. You know what? I saw that film and it's very, very good. And he was phenomenal in it. But because of the content yeah. of the film, it's hard to say, hey, have you seen this Bacon film? It's outstanding. Like you just, it's one of those films that's really good and he's good in it. But you just don't go, hey, Bacon was great in this one. You should watch it because of the content. But yeah, I remember that film. The, the great reference by you. Some fine work by Kevin Bacon in that one. Some fine work by the Bombers in Regina on Sunday in the Labor Day Classic. Uh, coach's show was last night. Uh, what were some of the highlights that fans were asking head coach Mike O'Shea? Oh, oh str- strangely enough, nobody was asking about the kicker because, wow, Mark Leggio <laughs> had a day. He saved them from giving up a touchdown and a 55-yard field goal. There were there were a lot of questions about Garrett Marino, the now former Saskatchewan Rough Rider defensive tackle, because with a couple, you know, a few minutes left in the game, he takes a cheap shot on Zach Caleros, an unnecessary shot on Kolaris and you know it's it just furthered a storyline of here's a guy who can't get right and it also furthered the storyline of you know Zach is very far removed from his injury problems but the one thing that could derail an 11 and 1 Bombers team would be any kind of injury to Kolaris so what if he hits the ground wrong and he hurts his shoulder stuff like that so that was a big topic of conversation yesterday on the show. I can imagine. Um, I, I missed the end of it, but I caught the first parts of it too, and, and and I heard some of the early discussions around that. Now, he was cut after the show had ended last night, but I know practice wrapped up and you were out there today. What were some of the Bombers saying about him getting cut? Yeah, we asked Zach, and Zach didn't have much to say about it at, at all. He, he really kind of didn't feel like talking about it. Uh, we talked to Pat Newfeld, Newfeld, you know, the veteran, one of the veterans on the offensive line and one of the best, you know, most thoughtful guys on the team, period. And, and he said he didn't see the time, but upon reflection, like it's just it's not a play that should be allowed in the Canadian Football League. And I mean, as as fans, I think we were all surprised that it wasn't flagged because it was rough and it was unnecessary. And there just happens to be a penalty in the Canadian Football League known as unnecessary roughness. So. They got away with it. Um, he said, Newfeld said, it doesn't change the tenor of, of this coming game, the fact that Marino's gone. Ultimately, they don't think too much about individual players like that as games approach. Uh, but, yeah, it's it, it definitely it – de- it, it takes a strong storyline out of the banjo bowl that the Riders – finally did decide to cut Garrett Marino. Yeah, indeed. What are your thoughts on it? What are your thoughts not only on him being cut, but him being cut like yesterday at this point of the season after all that's gone on? Yeah, I I immediately hearken back to uh, a saying that I use frequently in my life and that the best time to plant an oak tree was 20 years ago. The second best time (laughs) is right now. You you probably should have done it. The, The hit on Masoli was not his first one, and it was it was egregious. And in my mind, that's the spot where you do it because he was fined last season for a, for a bad hit on Masoli. And I think uh, don't quote me on this, but I think he was fined one other time last season as well, and he didn't play a ton of games. So uh, that was the one. If that wasn't the one, 
the first game he's back from the suspension, he drills a defenseless center when a play hadn't started. And he didn't get penalized, but he got fined for that one. And that would have been the time. So that it, that it was finally this one. And, I mean, the Riders make the move, but some folks kind of wonder, did the Riders do this or the, did the CFL tell the Riders to do this? I don't know what the truth is. But, I mean, so in, in the absence of any other information, props to the Riders for finally doing uh, the right thing. And, you know, Jim, I had this a little bit as well. Like, I kind of feel bad for any guy who loses his job, even if it was because he was just doing dumb things. And part of me hopes that, you know, Marino has some talent. He, he was good in that game against the, the Bombers. I, he has some talent, so I hope he can kind of get it together because – I like the thought of young guys being able to play professional football and this skill that they worked their whole life on, and, and I hope that I'm, I think he need, I hope I hope he gets right and in getting right gets a second chance. You know, you bring up a point I hadn't thought about because I'm kind of with you on the fact that I hate to see guys lose jobs, but um, I'm also with you on the point that I like I went off on Jets at noon today when Cam Poitras and I were discussing it that I go it does nothing for me that the Riders did this today. It does everything for me that they if they did it three weeks ago. Um, so I don't like giving the writers credit on this. I'm with you. I have no no facts or proof or any of this, but I'm guessing the league is the one that that called the writers and said, "What are you doing with this guy?" and and what's going on there overall. So I I don't know. I don't want to discredit them if they're the ones that made the cut, but I also don't want to give them credit because I think it's taken too long and it took some outside pressure for it to happen. Um, and then that being said. The whole Marino as a person, you work so hard to get to this point, and then you just week after week take steps to throw it all away. So, um, but I do think that it needed to happen at this point after after the last one against Claros there for sure. I do want to get in some practice yeah. before we let. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say. Uh, oh, Shay's made this point a couple of times, and it, and it really kind of resonates me, with me. Like, you can't be 100% about winning in, in, in a pro sport, right? Some of it has to be about the rest of the league and the good of the league and the long-term health of the league and not embarrassing the league. So you can be a lot about winning, but there has to be – you can't just win at all costs because then you start – you know, you have a 25-man practice roster secretly or you keep goons on your team. You, you have to be about the other players and the other entities in your league as well. Yeah, for sure. I, I did want to get into practice. Good point. I did want to get into practice um, uh, today as well. Some good news and some bad news. Some good news with Brandon Alexander. Some not so good news with Theatric Hansen. Uh, let us know. Yeah, so Brandon Alexander was back at practice today. He practiced on the first day of practice last week, and then we never saw him again. There was a closed practice that he may have taken part in. But Alexander was back there today. I mean, he was with the second defensive squad, so not with the starters. And, you know, ripping around and looked like any other player, which for a guy who's coming off an ACL injury, that's always pretty good news. Uh, we still, I mean, Coach O'Shea doesn't talk about injuries, so we don't know how close he is. We can kind of infer from the fact that he wasn't with the first team defense that it's still going to be a little bit. But anytime we get to see Brandon Alexander back in the field, uh, that's good. Theodric Hansen, fans will remember, he got injured on a, I think it was a punt. It was definitely a special teams play, and it looked awful uh, at the time. Uh, Coach O'Shea just said he'll be out a little while, which uh, I, if I had to guess, Hansen's going on six game, just with the visual evidence and then how Coach answers the question today. 
which is a shame because uh, he's a valuable contributor and a, and a great athlete. And he's been getting, I mean, he's been getting good rotation snaps on defense, which is no small feat when Willie Jefferson and Jackson Jeffco play the same position that you do. Yeah, indeed. Uh, what do you make of the rematch? I'm sure we'll have you on later this week as we get through more practice days and, and get closer to the Banjo Bowl. But um, 20 to 18, you mentioned Lego. I, you know what? I do want to talk about Lego before we get into the Banjo Bowl. We'll save that for later this week. Uh, Mark Legio, and we had Troy Westwood on yesterday, and he was talking about it. And, and I know Troy likes the mental aspect of the game just as much as he likes the physical aspect of the game. So when he went through what he went through with the shank and, and the loss prior to the bye week, um, he was adamant about how he wanted to see how Mark reacted to this. And I think a lot of fans did. And, and you know, he, I, I don't – Troy said yesterday he didn't need a game-winning field goal in Troy's mind to sort of get over it. But it certainly did help that that's the way it played out. But to come in the second game after the bye in the fashion in which they did it, um, he was pretty impressed with the young man. And, and I was wondering what you saw around practice since the bye week and, and going into the game and then uh, having him kick that 55-yarder. Well, yeah, I think everything. everybody feels a little better about it, just what's happened since that Montreal game, right? right? Montreal in regulation, he misses a 32-yarder. The next week, oddly enough, all five of his kicks were from exactly 32 yards, and he hit them all. And then this week, we, and that was that was good. But but the thought is, well, what's going to happen in high pressure, high leverage situations like the playoffs or the Grey Cup? And in this case, you go, well, this is the this is the Labor Day game. It's in hostile territory. There's no bigger regular season game than this one. It was a 55-yarder that at the time gave the Bombers the lead, you know, in the, in the final few minutes of the game. Outside of the playoffs, that's about as high leverage a kick as you can have. And he nailed it in a career long as well. And you go, okay, well, we're all just looking for little pieces of information. We're all looking for evidence of what's what will Leggio bring when the playoffs come. And we got a significant piece of evidence that, yeah, he's not faced. You know, th- these... The missed converts, the four missed converts this year, missed field goals, the clank off the upright, which could have sent Montreal game to, to overtime. Okay, we have that, but we also have, hey, when the chips are down and he's absolutely needed, can he deliver? And he did. And then, oh, by the way, early on in that game, or in the second quarter of that game, when it was 17-7, to he avoided a punt block that would have made that a three-score football game, and you know, provided the Riders more points than the Bombers ended up scoring in that game. And you go, that's two clutch plays in as big a regular season game as you get. So I think we have we have some good evidence on the, you know what, Bombers are okay with Legio. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it was important for him and the team to sort of see that. And, and you don't want to script it that way. You'd rather be up by 20, I get that, but also uh, didn't do him any harm by by getting that opportunity and then, being successful in it. Great stuff, Derek. As always, we'll talk to you later this week about the Banjo Bowl itself. Keep well, my man. You too, my brother.